0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Nuclear war cannot be won and must never be fought. And I think that's what President Biden was trying to convey by using their words to use to convey to Vladimir Putin that a nuclear war simply cannot be won. Because it would result in nuclear Armageddon.
1: It would obliterate Russia. And while I think Putin is evil... I don't think he's stupid. If he were to use a tactical nuclear weapon in Ukraine, for example, that fallout could go anywhere, including other countries, including Russia itself. So I don't think Putin is going to want to do that. But his- that's uh, Democratic Rep Ted Lieu from California. You get a whole procession of people over the weekend having to walk back Biden's comments. Completely irresponsible. This goes beyond, listen, you can say dumb things. I do it all the time. I even said, as a matter of fact, Thursday night. <laughs> Thursday, and I quit agreeing. Sorry. Thursday night. Uh, and anybody can back me on this. Whenever I get up and make a presentation, whether it's GOP pachyderms, Columbia pachyderms, whether it's an event for Governor Mike Parson, I preface, I have three things. I'm like, listen. I get forgetful. I get lost where I am in my speech. I mess up my words because that's just I, I got the Fetterman brain. I'm a, I, I'm a mix between John Fetterman and Joe Biden. But for Joe Biden, what he said is not mixing up words. What he said in my mind is he is intentionally trying to scare people when he says things the other night. We're pretty close to nuclear war. We're pretty close. uh that is just dangerous it's not mixing up words it's not him being old joe that is dangerous incredibly dangerous and i appreciate john fetterman he's got my back here a little bit as you know i had a stroke and i'm so grateful to be here today now after surviving that better and better you know, really, you know, the only lingering issue that I have after that stroke is sometimes auditory processing. Sometimes, maybe I had a stroke, Hannah, because that's and I've been that way for a while. Did I forget, stop because I don't know where I'm going?
2: Actually, it's ironically gotten worse, I think, since you quit drinking. <laughs> I
1: know that's the thing. I'm like, man, I quit drinking, then I'll clean this stuff right up, and I still do. Uh, I still do crazy things. So anyhow, Ted Lieu, one of numerous Democrats over the weekend, saying... All right, y'all. It's kinda of like when the drunk uncle who comes to your house at Thanksgiving, he's gonna mouth off to a bunch of people and and then your family's gonna take the coat and put it around him around quitting time. Like, okay, Uncle Ned, it's time for you to go. And Uncle Ned leaves the house and leaves a shell-shocked family at home and you tell you turn around and tell her that's just Uncle Ned. He says stupid stuff from time to time. We love him all the same. That's what that's like. Joe goes out every week and he's saying stuff and you have a whole litany of politicians. And, oh, they put the coat on Joe and walk him quietly out the, Joe doesn't know what he's talking about. Blah, 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 blah. Happened again this weekend. Welcome into to the show. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I am Brandon Rather, joined by Mr. Brian Houseworth. It's good to see you, sir. Good morning. John Marsh is here. Good morning. Here's producer, Hannah. Good morning. Stephanie Bell back on Monday. Heartbroken. Cardinals uh, out. Man, they laid down. Laid down quick. Was driving to St. Louis Friday to go see my dad. Was listening to the Cardinals on the radio. 2-0. Lead bottom of the 7th. Sweet. Turned the game off. Got to my dad's. What the hell do you mean they lost? And then uh done yesterday. Just like that. Mizzou. You know, I want to. I feel like I want to get Mizzou's back a little bit, but we listen, and I love Eli Drinkwitz personally. He's a good guy, heart in the right place. But you, I I think. We're in SEC. You got to bring in, you're just going to have to bring in a big name coach. No more of this. Cause Gary Pinkle was not necessarily a big name coach, but he came in during the transition to SEC and he worked. You're going to have to bring in a big name coach, player buy in, getting somebody from these smaller schools. It's just, it's not going to work for what we're trying to do in the SEC. But I will say this. Um, Tough game that we played against Georgia, mm-hmm. not too bad against Florida, and then, what was it, Auburn, Auburn. the week before, just, what, a, a fumble away. Seriously. About, about a
0: half yard from the end yeah. zone, if that.
1: You, you take away those three losses, <laughs> and we look pretty good, don't we, John? <laughs> We, we need to. <laughs> you take away those three losses and we're not a bad ball team.
0: Well, the one thing, too, to point out is Nathaniel Pete on the Auburn game, which would have been the first of the three at Auburn and then Georgia and then, of course, Florida. He was trying to extend his arm out and get over the... Uh, and actually, when I saw it in real time, I thought he had scored. I really did. So did fans down on the sidelines. The so Chanel Porter may have had the best from ABC 17, the best camera angle on that. Mm. It, I mean, it, if it didn't score, it came as close as you can. But it, he tried to extend the arm. So he came within inches. But imagine had they had they scored there and won. Who know, and I know no. it's an if, but the reality is the Georgia game... They dropped back into a zone at Stenson Bennett in the second half. That was that was not good. Luther I mean, Burton game his, was
1: tough. Luther Burton and his potato chips. How's
0: he doing? Well, he got hurt on yeah. Saturday. He was injured. He was actually limping and couldn't so. hardly put weight on his leg. I don't know. I just he hasn't played he all was that probable much in going the, into the game. Yeah, it, yeah, he was, and and just uh, looked like he took a hit to the leg. And
1: then uh, Cardinals lose. Mike Matheny, most delicious smelling ball player I've ever smelt in my life. Neat guy, by the way. Story. What a creepy <laughs> statement! <laughs> Jeez. He came a couple years ago. Lauren, House was part of Wake Up Mid Missouri, and he gave a, a presentation to a men's Christian group, mm-hmm. and we were hanging out outside of, and and we were chatting with him on the radio, and it's cool because he got up and then in this speech, he mentioned the conversation that he and I had had. As an athlete, he 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 wore his religion on his sleeve, and I said, "Did you ever catch flack for that, being a professional ball player?" And he said, "You know what? He's I did. I, I was not a." Always well
0: received
1: in athletes because of my reliance upon a uh, on a God and he brought it up uh, and he's now fired from the Royals. But tonight, Monday night football, uh, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs and Oakland uh, L.A. Raiders. And can we
0: watch this on the regular TV? It should be. It's on ESPN officially, but lately I've noticed that uh, I've noticed that the ESPN games have also been aired on Channel Seventeen mm-hmm. locally.
3: Right. So,
0: but officially, it's listed as an ESPN game. But I, you know, my understanding is at least the last couple have been on ABC oh, Seventeen the Thursday night thing on the. Oh, that's that's on terrible the, on the computer. That's, that's
1: awful. I'm not a big fan either. Welcome to the show, Brian Hausworth, John Marsh, producer Hannah Stephanie Bell back on Monday. My name is Brandon Rather. One of the things we're going to do throughout the show, we're going to highlight some of the Cole County uh, candidates for office. As we are 29 days away from the election, we are going to highlight some other local politicians. We know the Senate races, things like that. Mike Murphy, Como Buzz, is going to be here nailing down that Boone County presiding commissioner race with former state rep Kip Kendrick and uh, Connie uh, Connie Leppard. Also, things that we are going to be voting on. I want to bring in Tim Granke, very active in uh, Boone County politics, longtime mayor in Centralia, felt stupid the other night. We're at this chili dinner, and he comes up says, Brandon, have you ever heard of Amendment 5? And I'm like, uh, no, I, I, I sure haven't. Tell me about it. And as he starts telling me about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that, the National Guard thing. I've just heard nobody put Amendment 5 to it. So, Tim, just so you know, I am familiar With that amendment, it's just I hadn't heard anybody called it Amendment 5. Nutshell this for us, please. What's this about Amendment 5, which we'll see on the ballot 29 days from now?
3: Yeah, hey, thanks, Brandon. Uh, Good morning, crew. Um, Brandon, I just want to say that you did a great job Thursday night. So, MC and the Chili Supper. So, first first I want to say that uh, these are my own statements. I'm not speaking on behalf of the National Guard. Um, But Amendment 5 currently has no opposition and is nonpartisan. The Missouri House and uh, Senate have passed this with both uh, Republicans and Democrats um, to put it on the ballot for November 8th. Um, 48 other states have already changed their structure so that the National Guard is its own department and reports directly to their governors. And that's kind of what we want to do for... The missouri national guard um it's not an efficient structure that currently how it's uh, organized missouri currently has 15 departments and uh within the department of public safety which the national guard falls under we have uh eight divisions which kind of struggle for funding um amendment five will take the national guard out from under public safety and put it under the governor.
1: So the biggest thing the biggest thing that I'm hearing, Tim, is that so let's say there's a situation you have multiple layers in which you need to seek permission to take some kind of action. This would remove that from under public safety and you'd be directly under the governor am I hearing that right?
3: That's correct. Okay.
1: Yes. Alright. And so let me ask you this. Are you in favor of this? I am. Okay. And have you talked to anybody who is not in favor of it?
3: I haven't met anybody yet that, okay. that's not in favor of this. When I explain them, when I explain it to them, kind of the way I just did, they're like, "Oh, that, that kind of makes sense." <laughs> you know, why wouldn't the National Guard be directly under the governor?
1: So. All right, and if for if you have a different take on it, please let us know, 874 And I know we weren't going to talk about this, but I thought if you got 30 seconds, this thing with legalized recreational marijuana, I am absolutely okay with recreational marijuana. I don't use the weed, but if you want to have the choice, I think you should. There are a lot of benefits, and there are some, can be some issues with it just like anything else. Benefits far outweigh uh what could be considered negatives but there's enough other stuff in this bill that's cloudy enough there are some allegations well it creates a crt position st louis post dispatch fact checking that saying that's not really true but it's the post dispatch and i get real leery of them anymore just personally if you're willing to offer what is your broad take on the legalized marijuana
3: Well, like like you said, Brandon, there's just so much other stuff weaved into the uh, verbiage. Um, They'll create additional positions and uh, encourage or direct Department of Education to teach certain things. And while CRT is not listed in the verbiage, you can kind of read into it and uh, understand that that's kind of the path that they're going down so it's
1: pretty scary. I'm still one of those on this again I'm okay with legalized marijuana but in trying to again that's the other thing these these ballot measures and I'm all about voter responsibility I got my ID and the biggest thing is we're 29 days away from the election tomorrow deadline tomorrow is the deadline to register to vote make sure that your, uh, that your ID is up to date because that will cause you problems we know all of this stuff but sometimes the wording, the language on some of these things that we vote on, uh, not necessarily uh, written so clearly that regular folk can understand it. Tim Granke, longtime mayor of Centralia, talking about Amendment 5 and then the legalized recreational marijuana. Thank you for your time on the show this morning, sir. Hey, you bet. You All right. bet, thanks. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert, 25-ish, which means it's... It's 726. Time for What's Hot with Hannah.
2: You know... I normally try to do things that are like funny or lighthearted, things that are trending, but I'm gonna be a, li- a little more serious today. It's not gonna be a too big of a downer, but today is World Mental Health Day. And I just wanted to highlight the 988 hotline that we have here in the US. Um, it went into place in July, and I don't feel like a lot of places have talked about it. I know we've mentioned it on the show several times, um, but I run into people all the time who don't know that this happened. Um, so, of course, 988 is the new speed dial, basically, for the suicide and crisis lifeline. Um, so if you ever find yourself in a position where you need somebody to talk to or you're considering you know, harming yourself in any way, dialing 988, which is super easy to remember. It's just like 911. Um can get you connected with some help that you might need.
1: And I think the other thing with that too, I was talking to a guy the other day, sometimes and I'll speak for myself, like may not get depressed or down and out, but get eh. Does it make sense? You just kinda like Yeah, I mean yeah. I think a lot
2: of times when we talk about depression, it's easy to take your place your brain to like the worst yeah. place possible. Um, But there is, you know, sort of a area in between yeah. of, you know, you might be struggling with something, but you're maybe not quite all the way to the point of wanting to hurt yourself. Um, And there are lots of resources locally for that as well. And I think it's really cool that we're starting to see mental health become mm-hmm. less stigmatized.
1: Yeah, And sometimes you just, it's like, I feel out of sorts. No, I don't want to hurt myself. No, I don't want to hurt anybody else. But I just kind of feel, I don't know, sometimes people might feel like, I just feel like everybody in the world is out to get me today. Why is everybody picking on me? Why is everybody pointing fingers at me? Or you just don't feel comfortable. And I was talking to a guy about this the other day. And, he said, and we were talking. He says, "And why? Why? Why does it happen? And we came up with, sometimes we don't know why. Yeah. We just And that's do.
2: really frustrating when you're yeah. in that position. But yeah, I mean, sometimes you just might have an off day. It might be an yeah. off week, an off month.
1: Yeah.
2: And I mean, there's help. There's things that you can do. Um, resources you can contact locally or, you know, there's lots of things. Go for a walk. Um, eat some good food. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah, chocolate. chocolate
1: I do it for you. Or just having some faith. Here's here's one of the things that I found. It's like, you know what? I'm a human and I'm having a human being experience. And sometimes we just go through these moods. And OK, this kind of sucks right now. But I have faith that it's going to get better, some things that I might want to do. You know, I don't want to try to help other people, get my head outside of myself, think about something that's not about me. And I don't know why it's going on, but just have that faith. It's like, okay, so I'm, I'm feeling kind of, you know, for a few days here, but it's going to pass.
2: Well, and also it's okay to go through those patches where you might not feel 100%. Um, it's okay to not be okay all the time and you don't. Owe a hundred percent of yourself to the world all the time. Yeah,
1: just uh, when it happens, we're human beings. It's like a lot of us, you know, we want to hit it out of the park. Whether it's work, personal stuff, relationships, like we want to get up to bat and we want to hit a home run every time, and we don't.
0: And that's okay. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert.
1: Several
2: or all of our land piers are completed and we have the concrete and new girders in place. Um, now we're starting to work on our steel erection.
1: Brandy Baldwin is the project director for the Rocheport Bridge Construction. That audio from a news partner is at ABC 17. Thousands of people cross that bridge. Every, and we've even had a dude fall off. He uh, was fine because they take safety uh, precautions. That's the, uh, the update on the bridge. And I don't know. I haven't driven over that bridge in quite some time. Um, so I don't know how the trap. How is it going? Like this morning right now. Or if you drive through that every morning, 874 9390 I don't know if you can see the steel erections going up yet, if you can see the dudes that are hanging from the, <laughs> hanging from, and they're wearing life vests, stop it, and is what they're, uh, they're doing. Here's one of the big problems they're having. It's not deep enough. Uh, the water, stop it. The water, uh, Missouri River, Mississippi River uh, is running at low levels because climate change is out to destroy the world. Or sometimes we just have droughts. And sometimes it doesn't rain as much as it does during other times in the year. And people freak out because we got to put a name on everything. Did you hear about this, Marsh, what they're doing in California when it comes to heat? Uh, they're doing a scale to... to Give you an idea of how bad the heat wave is going to be. Is for real, okay? uh And it doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, oh, you mean a thermometer? <laughs> but now they
4: want to have this scale, sort of like the COVID protocols with the red and red and yellow uh, yeah. and green or something. I don't know what it is like.
1: Uh, or a thermometer. <laughs> that's what. That's all I can figure. See, we're going to tell you how bad this heat. How hot? How bad is the heat? Well, it's 110 degrees. That's how bad the the, the heat is. And I even got the thing, so I can figure in the heat with the humidity. Or it's going to be a hundred. We already have that. But this insistence called that we, the heat index. Yeah. But they're going to come up with a new a new one <laughs> to tell you how bad it's really. How bad it's really going to be, coupled with telling you not to water the grass, right? Don't water the grass. And here's the thing. When it comes to this climate change, listen, we've got drought here uh, in the uh, Midwest. It's affecting river traffic. It really is. It's affecting the Mississippi River traffic, and uh, it it happens sometimes. Um, but you look at these these lakes. People keep pointing to a lot of these lakes, especially in the southwest desert. And here's the thing I think that... Um, we could probably do a better job of mentioning. You know, most of those lakes, uh, they have some kind of human interference. Number one, they're man, they're man-made lakes. They're dammed up. If you find lakes that are completely natural, in other words, they're not dammed, not created by the hand of man, those lakes are fine. You know why? Because man hasn't messed with him, the lakes that are the, that people are freaking, oh, it's drought, look at the lake, and the, the lake is disappearing, and we're finding cars, and we found the body of Al Capone, oh
4: my like, God, it's, like Lake Mead, yeah, yeah, exactly, and it's not a it's a man-made lake. I think Hoover Dam had something to do with Lake Mead, didn't it? Yeah, so
1: these people that are look at our lakes are evaporating well they're they're man made artificial lakes. What's the difference you might be asking? they're not supposed to be there. Those lakes were not supposed to be there. Mother Nature did not put those lakes there. So when men start, man, we have a good way of messing stuff up, don't we? get our fingers in there we mess stuff up so then you create these man-made lakes or you divert tons and tons of water away from a river to go and put water in this town that had nothing but dirt and cactus and then we grow the grass and here's the other thing i don't understand john we we water our grass in phoenix and let it grow and then it grows and then what do we do chop the grass we cut the grass down what the hell are we doing as people sometimes
4: i really doubt us (laughs) I hear you loud and Well, you can relate to what? Like Lake Fort Peck up yeah. in Montana. Wasn't that one of the great big man-made ones and all they've had some challenges with?
1: Yeah. So when you hear about these, oh, my God, the lakes are shrinking and there's dead bodies and stuff... More often than not, those are man-made artificial lakes. So they do absolutely make no mistake about it. They do not fit. Oh, it's climate change. Look, these fake lakes are starting to uh, shrink. It's what they do because you're putting stuff in. You can't, you can't mess with mother nature. And I'll go back to back in the eighties when I was high school and I was in, and I was in a, a preparatory high school, man. And these girls around me left and right were getting pregnant at ages 14, 15, and 16. And, and then, and then, and they said, Well, uh, uh, no, you just say no to sex, that's gonna stop pregnancy. Say no. No, Well, even though I was only 14 years old, I knew that wasn't going to work. You know why? Because you can't win against Mother Nature. It is. I don't care how good your moral values are. I don't care how often mom and dad tell you don't engage in sexual relations as a kid. You're going to do it. You know why? Because mom and dad are not as strong as Mother Nature. The human body starting at that age wants to try sex. They want to do it. So when we went to these schools and told kids, don't do this. You're up against Mother Nature. Just say no. Just say no. It's not going to work. You will not beat Mother Nature. You might stem it for a while. You might put a damn here and stem it for a while. You will never beat Mother Nature. And when it comes to kids getting pregnant, what have you, it's Mother Nature. It's what they want to do. Now, Things got way better. I also remember in my St. Louis public school district, some smart person finally said, huh, the kids keep having sex. What are we going to do? Well, teach them a safe way to do it. Give them condoms. Tell them about abstinence, but give them condoms. Guess what happened? All of a sudden, I didn't see these 15, 16, 17-year-old girls in my civics class getting pregnant around me anymore. Why? Because instead of fighting, instead of fighting Mother Nature... They used common sense. Well, they're going to do it because it's Mother Nature. You can't beat Mother Nature. So here, for the love of God, at least don't get pregnant. Anybody in town this weekend? Trudy Bush, we had some spies. I saw her bus. Oh, Trudy's bus? I saw it leaving town. Where is there a bunch of banjo players on there and people wearing hippies
4: and the John Lennon glasses singing Kumbaya, my lord just look like another big tour bus with her logo on the side of it.
2: You know who was first in line to hear the special edition of her theme song? It was actually Scott Fawn. I don't know if you saw that picture or uh.
1: not.
2: <laughs> He's such a big fan of the song. You know, he had to go visit her. See so, it in person.
1: Scott Fawn has a TV show this weekend. Missouri Politics also has a, uh, a great publication um, called... <laughs> the missouri times thank you that's how great it is nailed it nailed it good work Rathart. um but i know Trudy bush valentine she was in jefferson city on friday and then uh, Corey bush was here uh on her abortion tour she was in columbia so those folks coming into town over uh over the weekend so you saw Trudy bush's uh
4: valentine's bus yep saw it beating feet out of town
1: yeah and any uh anything she have like big followers or anything
4: not just like bus going down Highway
1: Highway 50. Yeah. Uh, so they were in town. They were in Columbia promoting. Uh, and there were some local politicians. And you know what? With Corey uh, Bush Valentine. You know who else was there? Law enforcement. Same folks she wants to defund. Law enforcement was around keeping an eye on things. And I wonder somebody. I, I wonder just for a moment. would like to have been there downtown Saturday. But I was hanging out with my dad. And these people that were applauding and singing songs, praising abortion. I wanted to say, so that's you know who it is. It's Corey Bush, right? Yeah, yeah. Then I wanted to say, do you know who your local state rep is? Do you know who reps you in this district in Congress? Just to see if they could answer some questions. And then I wanted to say, you know, one of the things Corey Bush is against, and see if they would answer, defund the police. And then I wanted to say, see over towards the back of the thing here. See that dude in the brown, the Boone County Sheriff's Department. See them. Columbia Police, uh, uh, finest. And I would like to ask them. So, this woman is talking about defund the police. She's got officers all around her protecting her. Do you find that that is hypocritical? And does that bother you? Coming. To and moment. her
4: sister Trudy,
1: <laughs> Trudy Bush, Trudy Trudy Bush Valentine and Cory Bush. I like it. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about uh, one of the big races in uh, here in mid-Missouri. It's Boone County presiding commissioner. Kind of running down through some of these. We know that, okay, like Jim Musgraves, he's running for Sarah Walsh's seat. That's who I would vote for. Uh, to die, vote for Eric Schmidt, that's an easy one. Cole County, what a, some of the stuff you're looking at there, Marsh.
4: Cole County has a presiding commissioner's race as well, with incumbent Sam Bushman being challenged by Carla Steck. Most of the county officials in Cole County are running unopposed. Mike Burns, Ketter, and Rudy Veets senatorial and, and representative races were decided in the primary, but, uh, incumbent state rep and district 60, uh, Dave Griffith has a challenge and you met his challenger the other day at Oktoberfest Don Salcedo.
1: Yeah I met him had an interesting conversation. I was at the uh, Oktoberfest car show and met this guy Don Salcedo and uh, it's interesting because the guy says he taught in parochial schools and I said well religious background and a public school teacher uh, tell me where you are when by calling somebody lying by calling somebody by the wrong gender because as a human being you're lying to say she is a he when he is a he, and and I said, How do you reconcile yourself with that? Well, I think it's up to each individual. No, 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 Mr. Salset. my question is, and he did like most Democrat politicians, didn't answer the question. I'm like, no, and I was being nice to him. We were fun, and I'm like, answer. I'm I'm really interested in your story, Mr. Salcedo, because here you have this religious background, you're a teacher. But you're encouraging kids to lie about their physical gender. How do you reconcile that with yourself? And he wouldn't answer the question, which is par right now for a lot of Democrats. Ayanna Presley, Benny Thompson, Alejandro Mayorcos, Just some Democrats recently not answering question. They just won't answer the question. What would you do, John? Let's say you're a politician. You're asked something. Would you say, would you just not answer? Would you say, I don't know? Screw off. What's your answer to something you don't want to answer? How do you answer that?
4: Stare off into space and say something about
1: Armageddon, maybe. <laughs> Here's what Ayanna Presley, Benny Thompson, and Alejandro Mayorcos do.
4: 250,000 unaccompanied migrant children arrived at the border since President Biden took office. Some of them trafficked, some of them drowning in the river. Any issue with that? You got to
2: get the vote, man.
4: You shoot me a note right there in that. Uh... Last question. Ma'am, is the border secure? Do you agree with the administration that the border is secure? We'll let you go. Chairman, one question. In your opinion, is the border secure? Nah, see,
1: they just don't uh, answer questions. And Mr. Salcedo that day on that street in Jefferson City wouldn't answer my question. You claim to be a religious man who is taught in schools. How do you reconcile yourself with saying things that are inherently scientifically positively not true? You can't refer to her as a him. She's not. You can't do it. How do you? How do you do it? And she couldn't.
0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard.
4: ...primary versus now. There's a net increase of 763,380 voters. That sounds like the opposite of voter suppression
1: speechless that's uh, Fox's Shannon Bream chatting with Stacey Abrams running for office in Georgia and she's the one remember all the republicans have said oh voter fraud voter fraud and Stacey Abrams and people like Hillary Clinton they've done the same thing but they still get carte blanche uh on social medias. there's no backlash against them because they're democrats see how this works the the media is hand in hand with these people that's what we mean if you're newer to politics newer to how some of these things work because the media they're, they're raised, they're in they're, they go to these journal journalism schools and they're taught and this is what you're taught and this is right and they go out and they think that's right and it's not. They're, they're a product of schools. I've got a nephew right now uh, William Woods College in Fulton being forced to take sexual I think the word is, is sexual ethics. They are teaching. He's a farm kid from Silex, Missouri. He's aghast at some of this stuff. I'm supposed to call a dude a chick if they won, he's like no <laughs> this is great but they're teaching it so here's what happens you go to school it's like teaching a dog dog thinks that's what's right because that's what was taught to them at a young age and then these people go out and take it out in the world well what, what they were talking about here stacy abrams kept all oh, these new voting laws in georgia suppression suppression well and then there's facts okay just facts and you can't really get around the facts and the facts hey eh? You know what? Since the new laws in Georgia went into effect in uh, 2020, uh, voting, it, it went up. And those are facts. You cannot get around that. Those are simply just the facts. But they don't pay attention. They watch the USA Today, CNN and MSNBC. And that's what they think. Before we move forward, coming up, Mike Murphy has a really cool... Really cool local publication. It's called Como Buzz. Como Buzz One He does great work. I think he used to have Jefferson City Buzz, too. But does great work on local stuff. Talking about the presiding commissioner race in Boone County. Former state rep Kip Kendrick and then Connie Leppard. Before we do that, Kalen uh, Schmidt. She was a young woman whose story we followed all last week, pushed over a bridge by a homeless dude who probably should have still been in jail after stabbing another 70-year-old homeless dude and paintballing him. This young woman, 24 years old, she was killed, tossed over a bridge, 63 Clark Lane. Died. I mean, uh, internal bleeding, insides all messed up. She was homeless, apparently had some interesting things happen in her life. Found one of her very last Facebook posts. Thought I'd share it real quick. Because, you know, a lot of times these people are homeless. They live a rough life. They live, uh, live life on the streets. And we, I forget, you know what? They're also a human being, they also still experience emotions. They have questions and hopes and dreams, probably don't like the situations they're in for one reason or another, can't get out. So I wanted to share this from Kaylin Schmidt, one of her last Facebook posts, young lady tossed over the bridge to her death. Life is what you make it. You could choose to keep going and pursue your hopes and dreams, or you can lay down and give up. But if you give up, you will never accomplish anything. You will never know what the future will be like or what you are truly capable of. But if you keep going and push forward through the pain and struggles of life, you will become a bigger and stronger person. I know sometimes life feels like it will never get any better. But you have to look for the rainbow at the end of the storm because every storm runs out of rain. Just know you're never alone. There is always hope. Everyone has bad days. And if you judge someone for what they look like or what they have been through, you might miss out on something.